Hi, I'm Dwight Lee, uh, co-author of Microeconomics for MBAs. In this module, we'll talk about Prisoner's Dilemma. The it, Prisoner's Dilemma is about the importance of getting the incentives right, something that every manager needs to be thinking about. How can I get the incentives right so the people in this plant, in this firm, are working hard for the uh, goal of the firm? And this problem uh, is going to be discussed repeatedly in the book. The prison's dilemma demonstrates the tension that often exists between an individual's interest in pursuing their own advantage and the individual's desire for the collective interest of the community or the firm to be well served, something that they can promote by cooperation. In a world of scarcity, competition is inevitable. We all want more than we can have, and so people compete for more. But we can often get more together if we cooperate. So cooperation is desirable if people are to acquire more by pushing back the limits of scarcity. So let's consider a situation where each worker in a firm gets the same financial reward including, say, prospects for future rewards, promotions, for example, regardless of the sacrifice he or she makes in contributing to the firm's productivity. And now we want to look at a prisoner's dilemma model. Consider individual A and individual B. And each one has a choice, to cooperate or not to cooperate. Cooperation means to work hard, to uh, do your job, get the job done. Not cooperating, don't cooperate. DC, that stands for shirking, taking care of personal business on company time. You know, not doing what you should be doing to promote the advantage of the firm. Now, it turns out that both people are collectively better off if they both cooperate, and that's seen in that cell uh, on the top to the left where both individuals get 12, say, units of whatever we're talking about, let's say $12. That's, the That's what both individuals get when they both cooperate. On the other hand, if A does not cooperate and B does cooperate, then we go down to the bottom on the left and we see that A gets 15 because A's taking life easy and B's working hard, uh, doesn't get any more money, so B's payoff is only five and you take into consideration the advantage that A gets from taking life easy and the disadvantage B gets from working hard. On the other hand, if A cooperates, C uh, chooses C and B chooses DC, then you see the cell, the payoff, the pair of payoffs on the top to the right, where first one is A's. A gets only five, because in this case, A is working hard and B isn't. B gets 15. If they both choose not to cooperate, the don't cooperate choice, then they both get seven. The firm is less productive. Now, notice that collectively, they're better off if they both cooperate. They get a total payoff of 24. If one doesn't cooperate, the other does, 
the firm is less productive and there's a total payoff of 20. If neither one of them cooperate, the firm is very unproductive and the total payoff is only 7. It's also worthwhile noting that unless there's some incentives in place, some monitoring, something to get these people to work, both individuals, judging from their own perspective, will say, well, you know, no matter what I think the other fellow's going to do, it's in my interest not to cooperate. Just for example, if A thinks that uh, B is going to cooperate, then A can choose either to cooperate or don't cooperate, say, herself. What's she going to choose? If she cooperates, she'll get 12, but if she doesn't cooperate, she'd get 15. On the other hand, if A thinks that B is not going to cooperate, then if she cooperates, she'll end up with 5, but if she doesn't cooperate, she'll end up with 7. So no matter what A thinks B is going to do, it's in A's advantage not to cooperate. And you can see that the same is true for B. No matter what B thinks A is going to do, it's in B's advantage not to cooperate. This is a very uh, common problem in business. Shirking workers, the one we've just talked about, is just one problem. There's also a problem we'll talk about later, and that is maintaining the quality in a nationwide franchise where each franchisee might recognize that if they cut quality, they get all the savings, and but it hurts the overall franchise a little bit, but they won't pay all that cost. Another example would be shareholders monitoring the behavior of corporate managers. They'd all be better off if they all monitored, but each one can hope to free ride off the monitoring behavior of others, and so you might get a situation where few, if any, of the shareholders are monitoring the behavior of the corporate managers. So these are all examples of prisoners' dilemmas. We'll consider a lot more of them in the book. It's a very common problem, and one of the big jobs that a manager has to do is to be on the lookout for prisoners' dilemmas and to change the incentives to either get rid of the prisoners' dilemma or greatly reduce it. So this is a very important topic in any book on microeconomics for MBAs. It's good being with you. enjoyed it, and I'll see you in the next module.